0: Hi everybody, my name is Anastasia Logan, and today we are going to be chatting with the crew of Psychic Love Child. So, they're here, let's get started. Patiently waiting. Hi! Hey!
1: Hey.
0: So, if y'all could do us a favor and just go around and introduce yourselves, that'd be great. Let's just start there.
2: (laughs) I'll start. I'm the drummer and my name is matthew i'm parker uh, i play guitar and keys and backup books
1: marcus um, i sing and do some other stuff sometimes <laughs> we all kind of share
0: here all right so um can you just tell us a little bit about psychic love child sort of how y'all formulated origin story all that fun stuff
2: sure matthew me oh yeah, take it oh uh, fun, um, <laughs> I guess really started like two years ago, I guess the beginning of last year when we met Parker, and uh, that was when we started writing mostly. Um, we didn't start recording till probably the beginning of this year, and then we have the three songs that we released. Um, that pretty much catches us up to where we're at now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we have a lot more plans at the moment for music videos, uh, recording, writing, everything's kind of crazy with the Coronavirus and this this whole year really thrown us for a loop. We're just going to become full on full on studio, studio musicians. Yeah. <laughs> we just need to write like the Beatles. Yeah, That's us. yeah. we can do that. That's us.
0: Awesome. I was trying to like go back to y'all's website and I don't know if y'all are working on it or something, but like, she's down, she's not working. But, um, so I was looking at that bio and y'all were sort of talking about um, how a lot of your stuff was very 60s inspired. So did y'all wanna like kind of talk about that? Yeah. I think that's very important.
1: (laughs) All of us really like um, just the psych rock scene. These guys are
2: super eighties, but uh, (laughs) I think think we all have a love of um, everything from that era. I, know, I, I love things from the '50s, '60s, and even as I dig back further, film footage or or whatever it may be, I just love looking at the way people lived back in that time. And there's something mm-hmm. there's something special about the '60s where it's just ah, it's, it's unexplainable. But I I love it. I love it. There's but, so much uh, okay. self-expression
1: back then. It's a type of or a sound, I guess, that's like really lasted through. Like maybe we got. Be, you know 80s music or whatever you're joking about that but um a lot of that style of music is you know it, you can definitely date it and say okay well that was 80s you know it's more of a vibe than a, an actual specific
2: it's, uh, it's, it's, yeah it's a vibe
0: now we're going to talk about um your new single because i listened to it and i think it's absolutely phenomenal like y'all went off um Thank you so much of course yeah um I was also stalking the uh, YouTube comments and I was sort of noticing how a lot of people were picking up on like they were like praising y'all for just like, it's like y'all are bringing back like the true this true rock sound back and I'm just like wow look at y'all getting this praise so like tell us about that like talk to us about like walk us through the process of like that single and sort of what y'all did for that that
2: one was fun I wrote that one on guitar um uh, listening to a lot of uh Early Pink Floyd. <laughs> uh,
0: That's what I was getting. I was getting like very Pink Floyd, very Beatles. And I'm just like, I, I love it. It's
2: lots of Sid Barrett in that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we just we wrote the riff and then um, we got together and tried it out a couple different ways. And we just played it through one time that really felt good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we took that little live jam that we did of the song and made that the structure. And then just went in and recorded it piece by piece. And it yeah. it was one of those things where it almost kind of clicked immediately. The the initial idea, the riff of dun, dun dun dun. Parker came to practice that, and the moment we started playing with it, it it just kind of it felt like every mm-hmm. other piece fell into place. And then we broke off into that crazy sort of yes. that, ends up. that was in like a jam session where we were like. We need to make that part of the song so that was Mm when we really just brought those two together
1: sorry one of the things about writing the song that i think was was very helpful was that it's a fun song to play Mm -hmm. it's a fun song to like just groove to so uh, it made it kind of easy to i guess write the parts after we kind of had the initial idea down so
0: your other two songs if you had to pick a favorite i know it's very hard it's Very hard to do this, but if you had to pick a favorite of all of the songs that you guys have written so far, which one is it and why?
2: It Melted Mirrors? Yeah, Melted Mirrors. Melted Mirrors. Yeah, know. we do have a, a special place in our hearts for that song. Well, but I think also the stuff
1: coming out, there's some stuff that we're working on that it feels very fun as well, kind of like in the same vein as, as Melted Mirrors. Um, yeah, um. We and we like our other songs too, you know, mm-hmm. obviously, yeah, yeah. we like them. We but, um, yeah, it's just, it just when we wrote Melted Mirrors, we were like, damn, like this sounds like, this sounds like what? This sounds like something that I would want to listen to,
2: mm-hmm.
1: to me. So
2: these it's, new ones are like more. It's, it's what you want, evolutionary. Like that was the latest one we had released and everything. So you kind of want to be ex- most excited about that. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that we're more excited about the next thing we're doing. Like, we feel like we're doing better or something different with the
0: name. So let's talk about, like, y'all's rebranding because, like, we kind of touched on that and you're obviously very much in rebranding. So what's going on?
1: Caleb is moving. He told Mm. us that he's moving and and we completely support him in that and we want him to do whatever he wants uh, with that. We're we're excited for him. And uh, uh, Jonas as well. Jonas has... Uh, Jonas is our bass player. He had a couple of other projects Rainbow, that he was, he was working Maestro on. Rambo. Yeah, and they're great projects, Breathing Rainbow, Maestro Maya. Yeah. When he came and was with us, it was kind of like, yeah, I, I mean, I'll, I'll make time when I, you know, when we can, but it kind of got to the point where it was like, you know, I, if you're focusing on that, we're totally cool with it. We still love both of those dudes you with love all of our hearts, yes. you know. Yes. Um, so yes, we're like changing that servers would be that for the them. website yeah we're changing servers for the website um we're just trying to focus on like moving forward mm-hmm. and what we're trying to do moving forward is you know we're we're open to like collaborating a lot more with um either other artists meaning um could be other singers other like any kind of art form photographers artists um, musicians, I mean anything. We we just wanna keep moving forward as a collective. So like Psych of Love Child is, is us and uh, we want people to know that it's us. <clears throat> but uh we, we want to be like uh very jam, yeah and creative
2: with other people. There's so many talented people around here. Yes. Yes. But, I don't know, it would just be fun to do something a little bit different, still make our own music and everything, but like just really meet musicians and make some cool stuff, hopefully. <laughs>
0: That's exciting. Are there any um, artists that y'all, like musical artists y'all specifically would like to collaborate with in the future?
1: Oh. Oh, man. There's a lot. I mean, there's (laughs) like, there's like, I mean, obviously, it'd be awesome if we could like, something
2: with like, artists like the Giz. We even throw around names locally, Uh, said anything publicly yet or reached out to them. So we're Mm -hmm. still like, figuring out if we would do and i mean even just kicking the, around the idea of conceptually uh an entire album or something that's a collaboration within our home city that would be something really fun i mean i, I think that's a big part of what we want to do too is uh just work conceptually or even keep releasing songs you yeah. Know as us, uh, whenever we can start playing shows, we're so excited.
1: What really sucks, and I don't know if I mean, a lot of people that have heard of us have only heard of us through the internet so far, so I don't know if they know this, but we've like not played a show as Psychic Love Child. Psychic Love Child has yeah, never played so. it when, when we finally got everything where we were like, okay, yeah, we're ready to do this. Mm-hmm. COVID hit, we were mm-hmm. like, oh. Well, we don't want our first show to be a streamed show. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're cool. I yeah, cool. I like watching streamed shows, but ah, not for the first one. You have to like. I want to be, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, I want to be wanna the in you know? the middle of a room or something. Um, so, we're extremely excited to to get out and play and try a bunch of stuff live. Like we have stuff that we've written where you know it's part of the original song that we might have taken that part out for recording, but we mm-hmm. haven't live stuff. So like extended outros or like extended bridges with like, more vocal harmonies and, and different types of keys or, you know, he has like, Jim Bay or like bongos that yep. he might pull out and start playing get weird. With it. Yeah, that play. and that's kind of what we like to do is we just like to, like, jam and have a good time. And usually that translates into something that other people enjoy listening to, you know, mm-hmm. they if people can tell that you're having a good time doing it, yeah. usually it translates mm-hmm. pretty well.
0: I can't wait for shows to come back safely. I'm probably going to be repping the mask the whole time once they come yeah. back, just for personal reasons. But...
1: Don't worry. We're mask people. Uh, I Go just had a, had a baby, so I have to wear a mask everywhere.
2: Yay! Congratulations! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it's pretty... Good. So
1: is this dude, actually. Yeah, now. he's I'm a not... No kids here. It's crazy having a baby during COVID because stuff, but um, yeah, it's great. He's cool. He uh, he poops, pees, and sleeps, you know, like they tell you. It's everything they say, you know. Your parents are always like,
2: oh, you're not going to be able to sleep, and it's true. What was the last show you saw before the COVID stuff
0: Yeah, the last show I went to, it was um, a show for the LA band Sink In, but that was the last show that I went to, and I actually was covering it. For one of the publications that I work for it was down at j and j's dirty basement in on the square yeah
1: the first time I ever did a wow. psychedelic was when i <laughs> was when I lived in Denton and went to j and j's for the first time. It was in the basement, and I was horrified because I thought there was spiders <laughs> in the ceiling that was before they renovated it down there. There so. may have been spiders in the ceiling there or probably sure was probably really was. We're We're not, probably, sure about the not the yeah. volume that I saw, but mm-hmm. there's probably some there.
0: On top of obviously your new single that's come out, which is great. Um what are some other achievements that you guys have kind of had as your time together as a band?
2: We've probably recorded like fifteen, twenty songs. Yeah. yeah. We've definitely written more than that even. But we're trying to like just write a bunch of songs. take take our favorite ones and then just kind of put those out. Mm -hmm. Um, but um, we're actually working on getting a studio set up completely here. There's just a couple more things we need. And we are like, seriously, ready to just keep on recording. Uh, We've been playing on a couple of radio stations, uh,
1: KEOS, which is in Bryan, Texas. Mm-hmm. We've been on some shows, some like web shows that are over in the UK, which was really cool. Um, we have followers on Twitter, which apparently is a really good accolade to have. Uh, so cool. I'm new. Yeah, yeah. I'm new to Twitter, <laughs> and so it's like that's cool. I really enjoy that. I like being able to like communicate with people. Um, what else have we done? What? Well, yeah, we've 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 grown as people together. <laughs> yes. We've known each other, you know. We've had uh, I've been married since we have known together, and had a baby. So those are achievements. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crazy. Yeah. So, and and we're hoping for much, much, much more.
2: Yeah. Me and. Uh... Parker, both this year, I've gotten into video editing a lot more. Yes, and Parker's uh, already sort of done that for a while and mm-hmm. shot his own videos for a long time. So we work, we're working very closely on getting a lot more video content out, mm-hmm. but done as creatively as possible. We don't necessarily just want to set up the camera and shoot something. We want to try and just make it as psychedelic and crazy mm-hmm. as possible, um, and also just really cool music video ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're really excited to dive into that. Like we said, we have a lot of songs that aren't even released. So technically, we're we're working on music videos for songs that we don't we don't even have released. <laughs> yeah,
1: amazing. the things we really want to do is make sure that when we do put some more, more stuff out, we want to have more content because it kind of feels like. You put the song out and that's great, but if you don't have something else to generate people like interest in the song, no one's going to see it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and also, as he was saying earlier, wanting to do conceptual type stuff, the videos will tie in to the music
2: quite a bit. So It's always nice um, to have a visual representation mm-hmm. that, that can give people a better idea of where your mind and heart is mm-hmm. at.
0: Yeah. And I also think with you guys like personally, like as a group, I definitely think that you're you're that band that you listen to it and you visualize it. And so it's also nice to sort of because like as I was listening to Melted Mirrors, like I was like kind of visualizing something and it's nice to sort of see. And it's just like I think there's specific groups that like as you listen to that, you get that visual and you want to see the visual of like everything.
1: Yes. Thank you for saying that. (laughs) That is an amazing compliment. That is that is I think what most musicians would say that they want, is yeah. that picture for you, yeah. you know? What well, I mean? you
2: said you said something earlier, Marcus had said something about a beach or something. I said, that's weird. This song's really blue to me. <laughs> like, the yeah. color blue, I yeah. can't really explain it, but I'm like, colors, I don't know. Mm-hmm. We can't always define it. Having that control in our hands, like getting into editing and shooting it ourselves, that gives us just more, more opportunity to for it to be more of our vision. Not like Mm -hmm. we don't want to collaborate with people. There's people out there that we really do. Please reach out to us. (laughs) There's a lot of people that do that way better than us, but it's still a fun part to create. And uh, I I think it's just to explore that, we're gonna come up with some really cool stuff. We already are.
0: Outside of the whole COVID-19 pandemic, which is a challenge in itself, what are some other challenges that you guys have kind of overcome?
1: Well, <laughs> um, well I mean, oh, when we when we good. started, one of the big challenges is that, I mean, all of us have, you know, well, not all of us have kids, but we all have families and, like, work and other stuff. Like, we're just Sweet. normal dudes, you know, Sweet. most of the time. So, um, and, you know, sometimes it's hard to get together for everyone, especially mm-hmm. – five people, it was way harder to get together yeah. because schedules are crazy. Um, that was a huge obstacle, I mean, especially with riding. COVID was really a, a nice deal for us because it gave us the opportunity to, like, not have to go to work for a long time, and, like, I, I got tested pretty quickly and
2: had mm-hmm.
1: contact with anyone, so we were like, well, I guess let's wear some masks and we can kind of get together, but now, I mean, we're, like, together every day because we're, we don't go anywhere else really, and stuff, so, whatever. Um, but we have
2: time, you know, to play and practice. And, yeah. You know, so Trying to make the best out of yeah that situation. You know. It's we definitely want to be playing live. That was what we were kind of focused on since we were just releasing music, we were actually getting ready for even though the songs wouldn't be released, we would have a whole set to play live. You know, we were talking about interludes, intros and whatnot. We had that all set and ready to go. And then that came crashing down. Everything we can do that's not performing live for people, let's just dive into that one hundred percent. Yeah,
0: and I think like what y'all are doing right now, is trying to get you know your your music out there, reviews, press, people like you're doing the thing of like you want people to know who you are. So like once you're out out and about doing shows, more more music coming out, people already know who you are. So it's not like y'all just popped out out of nowhere. Like people are aware of like oh yeah, Psychic Love Child, I love them. They're great. They're having a show. Great, can't wait to go.
2: We like people, we all yeah. uh, maybe talk a lot to some people, but but like, I don't know, we just we like people, we want to make the connections and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: that's kind of the whole deal. It's like, it, it's enjoyable. Like, And that's why I like Twitter, because I, I like responding to people. I don't know if they ever read it or they're going to respond to me, but I like reading what people say and just saying something back. Even if I think it's like just funny, like a little kind of like an offhanded joke that probably doesn't land because it's not in person. But you know, I just love that. I love being able to interact with people. So um, I am glad that people might know who we are and would maybe hopefully like approach us and say, like, Hey, what's up? Uh, you know, the, your music sucked or I like it, right? whatever. <laughs> as just long just as hang you us mean it, then
2: we won't be mad. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. I, I mean, hey, there's times that I'm like, damn, I, this song is horrible. <laughs> just, like I've made something and you know, I listen yeah, to yeah, it maybe listen, like man, three weeks later and you're crazy.
2: like, what was I thinking? This is horrible.
1: So, you know, we and we love that we love feedback. I think one of the one of the big things that really helped us with at least getting melted mirrors out. I think people really like that. It's not me saying, hey, just listen to this. I'm saying, hey, please listen to this and tell me like how we can make it better or like what you don't like about it. I would love to hear that more than really what I what you do like about it, you know, because I'm already a fan of it that's kind of how we kind of are with each other as well. Like I'm not scared to show them something that I've written and I am and I don't think that they would be uh, scared, afraid to tell me that they don't like it. rather hear yeah. that you don't like and
2: it and then, then we can move forward. Sure. Know? Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it will be nice if people see their faces and say hi to them at shows and you know, smoke with yeah, them. Yeah, like, shows, <laughs> whatever. Man. It. Oh man, that safe again. Uh, the greener pastures, you yeah. know. It's gonna 100. be a, a totally different summer next summer. I bet it be... Hopefully, yes. I
1: hopefully. hope so. I just ordered some psychic love child masks. They take like three weeks to get here, so I'm like, uh-huh. hopefully the thing is not over by then. But uh um, <laughs> we're gonna. Need I think yeah, days. I think we'll be yeah. okay. Um, yeah, and we have those online on like Redbubble. Um, on. Actually. Dipping our toes into like doing our own merchandising as well Mm -hmm. on shirts and stuff like that, which I mean, people do it all the time, but we're, we're, we're diving into it, which is another thing that we've done it
2: in the past. So uh, we just want to get the right, right design, scouting some artists and whatnot.
1: We just hate selling shirts for like $30. I want to sell a shirt for like 15 or 10 bucks or something. Because I know when I was like going to shows, especially like when I was in college and stuff. I, like, would try and get in for free if I knew somebody. And then I, I would, my money was for beer. If I had $10, <laughs> so if a shirt was $10, bucks, i would be like, okay, I could justify spending $10 on a shirt.
0: <laughs> I feel like whenever people create music, like, that helps unlock things about themselves that they never knew about. So how has sort of writing music and creating music, what has that taught you all about yourselves?
1: Well, I'm going to start by saying that what I think is really cool about at least lyrically, well, I mean, I don't know if anyone's ever read what we say, but um, when me and Parker write something, you know, one of us has an idea and then we sit and we just talk about the concept and what that actually means. And we don't say, okay, the song is this. We try and have, like, I don't know, like the meaning is there, but it could have Mm -hmm. some other meanings as well. So, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, it really makes us sit down and reflect on, like, how we actually feel about the topic that we're writing about. And sometimes we have conflicting opinions. And I think mm-hmm. that that actually helps because it's like, oh, well, dude, I didn't even think about it that way, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. So that has helped at least for me. And it it helps to, like, play your shit as loud as you can, you know, and just scream. And no one can hear you screaming in the other room if you're playing as loud as you
2: can. So, <laughs> I think um, for me, writing is uh, – it's taught me definitely, like, to um, be okay, work through self-doubt because there's a lot of times where I'll write something and be super excited about it for a little bit and then look back, back at it later and just be like, like we said, what what was I thinking? Like, this is not good. <laughs> um, and so it just, it teaches you to be patient with yourself, it um, t- teaches you to appreciate others' art. Art is not simple. So it definitely gives you an appreciation. And also, I don't know, it, There's some like idealism to writing music where like, you're gonna write the best song or you know, your best song you've ever written. um, Or you're gonna write the song that's gonna like make people feel some shit. And I like that idealism. I think that that's something that can get lost as you grow up and songwriting definitely helps me keep it. I would say I'm not so much of a songwriter like these guys, but I love playing music and I do love writing music. It's about expression for me and as much as i can i want to talk and i know how to talk that's just one way of talking or speaking a language expressing myself and when i play music that's expressing myself in a way that i can't explain so it's it's just deeper i can't i don't know it's it's changed me in that way and that's ultimately why everything in my life is driven by art and I'm connected to people through art. So like playing music through a language that I don't really quite understand, but I feel like it's really vulnerable to me and who I am in that moment, expressing myself. It's uh, it's really cool when someone can like connect with you on that level. And um, it just makes you feel at home.
0: I always like to ask that question because everybody gets really deep and I'm like, ah,
1: oh, love it.
2: <laughs> we we like deep talks. with.
1: Be yes. like. Do you, do, you do, you, do you think that we're living in a simulation?
0: <laughs> that's that's a conversation for another time.
1: Yeah. So the last
0: two questions—they're always fun questions because I like to end on fun questions. Um, so the first one are fun facts. As in, are there any fun facts that we should know about you guys as individuals or the band as a whole?
1: There's lots. We <laughs> all have. We're all weird. I, well, I don't want to say, I'm not like a quirky boy He's the but, weirdest uh, That was a quirky thing to say Yeah Fun facts I'm a hairdresser I did musical theater Is like my background So I love musical theater I will sing show tunes At any time
2: Fun facts There's a lot of weird vegetables And fruits That Marcos has that never I've eaten.
1: never had a fruit or vegetable yeah. I've never had a salad Or like a pb and J. I've never had that
2: Yeah Yeah They freak me out so we decided when we go on tour, we're going to force them to eat all the vegetables. We'll see. Start, start with carrots. Carrots.
0: Those are good. That's I
2: almost. love carrots. What do you, wait,
1: but do you eat them al dente? Al dente? <laughs> what does that
0: even mean? What? <laughs> I eat them um, raw, as in I don't steam them, I just munch munch. Yep. And
1: yep. then yep. do you dip them in ranch or
0: anything?
2: No,
1: no. Because I don't
2: like ranch. I think ranch is... No,
0: I don't like ranch either.
2: I'll go. I'll go raw carrot. <laughs> No dressing, nothing. When I was 17, um, I played acoustic guitar a lot, and I got to open for MC Hammer one time. Whoa. That's, That's cool.
1: cool. Yeah, and our last Dennis band, Quaid. Matthew and I were in together, we played uh, we, for, and yeah, we opened for Dennis Quaid. He might have said something about helping me. And we almost played with Aaron Carter at one point. He just didn't show up. So, but we almost played with Aaron Carter.
0: All right, my last question for you guys before we sign off here is, do you have any advice for people who are listening in and slash watching?
1: Just like advice in general?
0: No, it can be music. It can be life. It can be both.
1: Price is never the price. <laughs> Just barter until they drop the price. Someone has the authority to discount the item you're trying to buy. <laughs> That's where your mind went to. <laughs> that was the first thing you wanted to say. <laughs> not like be good to each other. Get out more. there and get those prices down. <laughs> no, um, advice, man. Look, music, music is is an art form that you can literally do whatever the hell you want with. So, like. One of the things that I try to tell myself is like, don't try to be cool. You know, like, don't try and write something that's cool. Um, try and write something that I enjoy. That's what keeps it fun for me. You know, I've been playing music my whole life, and a lot of people get burnt out by the time they're 30, which I'm 30 almost. So sometimes you can burn out a little bit. And I think one of the reasons I am not is that um, I just have fun. I mean, I don't try to make music that I think is going to like sell well. I just, music that I really enjoy mm-hmm. so if you're making music and you're kind of feeling like you're not sure what to do with it just do something that you enjoy like who cares it's for you you know um if someone else enjoys it that's a really really good benefit of it but really it's
2: you can't fail at doing what you love yeah so just hey, make sure you love God, what you're doing get that tatted nice. on me.
0: I'm so glad that y'all you know hopped on and I'm gonna have this podcast up at some point in time but um stay safe keep releasing music I'm very excited to see what y'all come up with